So welcome to the Strange on Purpose podcast. Welcome to the Strange on Purpose podcast. I'm Izzy. Let's get rolling. Honesty hour. I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast, and I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I'm Izzy, and I'm super excited to have my guest on today. He is doing dope stuff, and it's so dope to me because, like, for so long, I've been looking for creatives, Boricua creatives, more more than anything. And uh, for a while there, I was losing hope. Like, I was like, I, they're out there. I know that for sure, but um, there's just been this lapse, and maybe it's because where I'm at in Milwaukee, or maybe it's because, like, I wasn't open to um, the rest of the, the social media sphere. But uh, super excited to have on Carly from Mofongo Kicks. Carly, thanks for jumping on. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's a real honor to be here. I'm excited uh, to have you on, to have you talk about Mofongo Kicks, uh, to have you talk about everything that you've been through and your journey and everything like that. So um, let's get started there. Uh, Before anybody, there might be people who don't know who you are or anything like that. Do you want to kind of talk about who you are and, and what you do? Absolutely. My name is Carly, um, founder of Mofongo Kicks. I'm from Jauco, Puerto Rico. It's a small town in the island southwest. I lived there uh, since I was a baby up until I was 14. Then I moved to Guayama, Puerto Rico, which is another town in southeast. And then I moved uh, when I turned 18. I did one semester at the University of Puerto Rico, chemical engineering. Did not go well. So I moved to the U.S. and I've been between New Jersey and New York City ever since. Why were you trying to get into chemical and engineering specifically? Well, I had really good grades in high school and University of Puerto Rico is the hardest college to get into. So I had the grades to get into it. My grandfather was an engineer and he passed away a couple of years before I graduated. So I thought, hey, maybe I'll pick up on his mantle, I guess. But uh, I should have thought a little bit better because I'm not very, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have great ability when it comes to numbers and science. And I quickly found out. So uh, uh, that didn't last very long. But yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> that's how I started in college. <laughs> so your your family moved and, and of course you moved uh, to the States and moved to uh, New Jersey what did you do immediately? Like, did you just try to figure out like, this is, I'm going to find an odd job and figure out what I'm going to do from there? Yeah, man. I, uh, I started working as a waiter, as a server in a restaurant, a local restaurant over here. And I did almost five years there. Um, when I moved, I got kind of disconnected from everything that I liked really. I was, I moved to, from Puerto Rico because there's a lack of opportunities over there, but I still missed it greatly. You know, mm-hmm. All of my family, my friends were over there. So it was a rough transition um, from the from the island to the States. And I got away from things that I liked, including sneakers. So during that time, I was working as a waiter and just trying to find out why, what the hell I was going to do. You know, um, I was uh, I studied film. 
then I uh, moved to business, political science, and then I, uh, you know, I'm kind of like doing a quick uh, overview, but until yeah. I, f- I started Mofongo Kicks, and I said, this is it, man, this is everything that uh, I didn't know that, uh, that this is what I wanted to do, but I found it, man, it's been, I'm so happy, you know, I, I it was a couple of stumbles along the way, but I wouldn't change it, because it, I probably wouldn't be in the place that I am right now, if it wasn't for those mistakes that I made. You need those mistakes. Those are all just stepping stones and, and things to learn from, like you said. Um, Absolutely. You started Mofongo Kicks. You told me you wanted to get a Spanish version of what you used to tune into in elementary school. Do you want to talk about that a little bit, what you used to tune into um, in school and like the, the inspiration behind Mofongo Kicks? Absolutely. So I got into, I always liked shoes as a as sneakers as a kid. You know, the, it was my favorite piece of clothing for some reason. But it wasn't until uh, end of elementary, beginning of middle school that I really got into it. Uh, you know, sneaker culture per se. And it started, it was kind of like a mixed things. It was circumstances like the time and also I started playing basketball. So, you know, I wanted to pick all the, I wanted the coolest shoes, uh, the coolest sneakers to play basketball in. And then at the time... It was when the uh, the crazy like Concord Jordan Eleven release uh, got out, then the uh, the Galaxy phone posit. So it was kind of like a crazy time when I got into it. And the websites that I would go into were Sneaker News and Nice Kicks for the most part. And Nice Kicks had a section. It was a weekly uh, post called Celebrity Sneaker Stalker, and basically they would just post pictures of celebrities, athletes, etc., and they would identify the sneakers that they were wearing. And I was just obsessed with that. I wanted to know what LeBron James was wearing, what Spike Lee was wearing. And uh, that that was basically the inspiration for Mofongo Cakes. Mofongo Cakes, I, when I started it, I didn't have in mind making like just a company and then we're going to do merch. It was just a hobby. I said, wouldn't it be cool if people know what reggaeton artists, uh, lat- uh, Latino hip-hop artists are wearing, you know, the sneakers? Because when I always... Uh, went to my instagram feed and i saw the pictures of the artist the first thing that i would look for was uh, what kind of sneakers they were wearing so i said wouldn't it be cool if people know this uh so that's how it started man so it was kind of like a spanish version of celebrity sneaker stalker i feel like a lot of people that haven't been to the island they don't realize how, like how big like how big basketball is on the island do you want to talk about that a little bit and like the influence of sports in your upbringing Absolutely. Basketball is huge, man. You know, uh, in schools here, they mostly practice three sports. It's either volleyball, baseball, or basketball. It's those mm-hmm. three main sports, and uh, basketball is huge. I mean, the uh, Puerto Rico team, now they're not as great as they used to, but they, they always had good representation. And something interesting is that Puerto Rico, because we don't have, like, a local NBA team, we kind of, like, we, we pledge loyalty to players, not so much teams. And so LeBron James was killing it at the time that I got into basketball and sneakers. So that's uh, that's my man. You know, that's my Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, so basketball and, you know, and since basketball is such a big influence, you know, by default, the sneakers have been a big influence because we want to know, you know, what Michael Jordan was wearing, what Kobe Bryant was, we- uh, was wearing, now LeBron James and the modern stars. So people that aren't very familiar, basketball is huge, man. Everybody plays it. It's it's a universal, man. There's a court everywhere. So it's it's not just a sport. It's uh, where... You go to hang out in the neighborhood, you know. It's where everybody, you know, post up and you talk about whatever's going on in the in the world. So it's 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 very big in the island. Did you play baseball as well? 
No, that's uh, my grandfather's biggest disappointment. He's a huge Yankees <laughs> fan. Okay. But I never got into it. My father yeah. is not really into it, so I guess I, he passed that on to me. My uncle loves it, but I never really got into it. I have plenty of friends that play baseball and they, I always poke in front of them because I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really, <laughs> I didn't really get into it, but yeah, no. Let's roll, let's roll back into Mofongo Kicks. What, like for the people that don't know Puerto Rico, that don't know Spanish, what the, like that are probably like asking themselves what the hell is mofongo <laughs> you want to give a little bit of background on that now the name you know that's something that i've gone back and forth i don't know the exact origin of the name the the theory that's most accepted by me and uh pulpo is that i was hungry at the time that i was looking for an idea <laughs> and just <laughs> mofongo just popped in my head i said this is it man let's just mofongo kicks i wanted i knew i was looking when i was looking for a name i knew i wanted something that just popped you know that was easy to say they just rolled off the tongue yeah. and for some reason i got i got into mofongo kicks and i said man this is it I don't know, like for for Puerto Ricans, they know they're gonna know this is a Puerto Rican, uh, yeah, uh, page right or account. And then for the people that maybe are not familiar with Mofongo, it's just a weird name. So maybe they get into it just because of that. Oh wait, what is this? Let me check it out. And that's how it came to be. Since I started following, I've been sending some stuff to my buddies, and they're like, "What the hell is Mofongo?" And I'll send them <laughs> a picture of it, and they're like, "What the hell is that?" And I'm like, "You just gotta try it. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. You just gotta try it." So. um that's dope, though. I, I love the, the origin. I love how you, you got started. Is there a sneaker that really comes to mind when we think of, like, damn, like, this is what really got me into sneakers? Absolutely. For me personally, well, there were a couple of releases, as I told you, the uh, the Concord, the Galaxy, uh, the, the Galaxy pack. But one specific one that I remember that was just, man, I need that shoe was the LeBron 9 Summit Leg Hornets. It wasn't super hyped or anything, but it was yeah. just it was a LeBron 9. So it was a hot silhouette back then. And just the purple. It was just so yeah. bright, colorful. And by that time, I was so into colors, everything. I wanted my backpack with the color, you know, super bright color, my belt for the school, the shoes. So when I saw that purple shoe, I said, man, I really need the shoe. And it was, that was the first L that I suffered, you know, that I, I felt pain. Because I had it back at my house there, the, the <laughs> internet was very, you know, it wasn't very good connection. Yeah. And so I tried getting them on eBay. And the connection was just terrible. And I, when I finally connected, they were sold out. And oh. man, that was, oh my God, that was so painful. <laughs> so I had whatever I had in my savings. I spent it on eBay. I found a pair. And the crazy thing is that the only size that I could find on eBay was a 10 and a half. And I'm a size eight. And I still pulled the trigger on them. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> they were huge. I looked like a clown, but at the moment I didn't see it. You know, I didn't care. I just said, I got the greatest shoes I've ever seen in my life. I'm rocking yeah. them. I'm bringing them to school. And I felt like, you know, I felt like a superstar. But to answer your question, it was the LeBron Knight Summit Lake Hornets that just made me like, wow, I need this shoe. And then it just went on with other sneakers. Let's talk about the island a little bit because there's obviously conflicting. Depending on who you ask, there could be people that say, like you said, like I had to move to find my opportunity. And there's people that think the otherwise and say there's opportunity here. You just have to find it or anything like that. Do you feel like you could have started Mofongo Kicks when you were still on the island? Or do you feel like you needed that experience of traveling and uh, getting to New Jersey and experiencing New York and experiencing something different and, and going through those hurdles to kind of come about and find Mofongo Kicks? Yeah, for me personally, I I had to move in order to 
make my phone kicks. If I had the knowledge that I do now, then yeah, I probably wouldn't have to move. But at the moment, I just, I needed to have those experiences, you know, especially living in New York City, man. Everybody's hustling for anything, you know, mm -hmm. it, whether it's, whether it's being a doctor or an artist or a nurse, everybody's trying to, working super hard and just being in that environment is super inspiring. I'm not saying that Puerto Rico doesn't have that. It does, you know, people work very hard, but just the city's so busy and there's so many people and you're always constantly surrounded by people. Um, so it was just that experience, man, just being around people like that. It didn't necessarily... Yeah, the people didn't necessarily have to be connected into fashion or sneakers, but just mm -hmm. the uh, the aura of you know, everybody's hustling. It's so busy. Everybody's doing something impacted me greatly, man. It made me, you know, you know, like strap my boots. Yeah. And push me in and, and work super hard and keep, you know, keep doing new stuff, trying to reach new heights. So definitely. Yeah, I, I, I felt like I needed that experience and then bring it back home. I know exactly what you're trying to say. And I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And when I go to New York, I come back to Milwaukee and I feel like everything is so slow. And <laughs> yeah. everything is just like, yes, more chill. But at the same time, like, I feel like I need to be running because I just spent a few days or a week in New York and I, I need to be running. I need to go get my dreams. I need to do this. I need to do that because that's the infectious energy that that New York has and you don't really need to like talk to anybody to really feel it. it it's just there. Um, so I definitely get it. I definitely get it. What's in, uh, what's in the future? Like for, for you personally, and then for Mofongo kicks, what, what are you, what are you guys working on? Man, me, uh, as a brand right now, we're focusing right now. We're working on the merch, right? It's been, we started last year. That's been like a, another, a new thing that we had started on the brand. It's been going very well. Um, we're doing online sales more, uh, because of the pandemic, right? It hit last year, so it kind of slowed down a lot of the plans. Now we want to do, we want to do events that we can, you know, people can see us be in person, impact the island, you know? So that's definitely in the plans and just, uh, just a little bit in brother sense, but you know, we want to grow as a brand, but we also want to bring other creatives along with us. We want to make we want to shine a spotlight in Puerto Rico. I've been blessed with the opportunity that I have right now mm -hmm. that we can help, you know, shine a spotlight on other people that don't necessarily have the exposure. And it's just a blessing to be in this position, man. And uh, we want to just grow and bring people with us and say, you know, just as people talk about New York and L.A., people can talk about Puerto Rico and say, man, that's a powerhouse. There's so many creatives there, artists that are holding it down, that are doing their thing. So we just want to show that to the world because I know, man, we, I've seen it. We've seen it. There's so many people that are, you know, they're super creative, man. They just need a chance. And uh, mm -hmm. we're working on that right now, just showing the brands, showing the audience that, man, we can do some cool stuff, too. You said in-person events. Is there is there something coming up that we should know about? Yes, June twenty sixth, we're doing a pop up event in Sitznet Concept Store. It's a streetwear uh, brand, but it's also a store in Calle Loisa in Santurce. They've been a local streetwear uh, staple, you know, mm -hmm. uh, for the past ten years, and uh, it's been it's a blessing now that we can have the chance to collaborate with them. The 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 owner, he's a uh, He's from Mexico. He came to Puerto Rico. He built this store, amazing place, you know. So just the story blends super perfect with our mission. And uh, so we're going to do something really cool. Uh, I can't wait to share any uh, more details with you guys. But, yes, June 26th, our first ever pop-up. So whoever's listening from the island, you know, show up there. We'll be glad to see you. If you're not from the island, book a trip. We want to see you too. I'm interested to hear your response to this. You have... And I, I notice 
we as Latinos and Latinas, we are sitting, we sit here and we're seeing more collaborations going on around us. And obviously we're also being brought to the table uh, and being represented at the table. But when we sit back and think like, damn, like the, is there a brand that really stands out? Like they, I, for, like I'm always spending money with that brand. Is there one that comes to mind for you? Uh, maybe it's through collaborations or anything like that, but is there a brand that like you're like, all right, Nike, got to spend my money with them or anything like that? Right now, when in terms of like your like representation and what they're doing for Latinos, I can't say one that's like super, you know, outdoing the other. I think now we're starting to see changes because of the, you mm -hmm. know, the popularity, especially of reggaeton artists such as Bad Bunny. He's become like this global sensation right now. So people have to, right now they're putting eyes on us. Um, so I want to say right now, like somebody's killing it, you know, and, and per se, but I, I am happy to see that we're seeing some changes. We got to be a little bit, you know, I, I, I get super desperate, like, oh man, I want to see this now, but you know, we got to understand these are huge corporation. It takes yeah. time, you know? So I am happy that we're seeing some changes. Could they do better? Absolutely. And we're trying to do our best to help them out with that. Cause a lot of, a lot of the times the people don't really see this, that, a lot of the times these brands don't even know, you know, like where yeah. people, the audience knows what they want, but the brands not don't necessarily, you know, know what the people want. So we got to tell them, you know, and now I'm getting into a position where we can have some relationships and tell them, you know, this is what we want to see, uh, et cetera. So I am happy that we're trying to see some changes. We're going to keep the pressure because, you know, we... I don't, I don't think we should be, you know, we've seen some releases, but I don't think we should be... Uh, I can't find the right word, but just complacent, you know, I think we can see much better things. So, yeah. but I am, I will say that I'm happy that we're starting to see some changes. We just, we got to get the right people in the positions, you know, of influence. And, uh, but I think it's a process. And as long as we keep it up, I think we're going to see real changes. We have to constantly, I, I think more than anything, we have to hold these brands accountable for um, everything that they say they're going to do or anything like that. But I, I feel it like it's, I, that's why I, I feel like in the position we both are in with our two different brands, we are at uh, almost an advantage over these these big conglomerates because we can move and we we have boots on the ground and we can you can do a pop up on the island tomorrow, whereas Nike needs to get thirty thousand sign offs to even like start planning something like that and just just giving like you said um, giving the platform. Um, for other creatives to go out and just talk and, 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 and network and, and get to get their opportunity to get their one shot because uh, you never know when it's going to come again. I, I think that's huge. Absolutely. And I, the people, you know, sometimes they talk to me and they're frustrated. They can't get opportunities or anything. And what I tell them is, you know, in true Puerto Rican spirit, when somebody doesn't give you anything, just make it yourself. Yep. You know, so work on yourself, work on your brand, uh, and then, you know, your quality will speak for itself and uh, opportunities will open up. And that's my focus right now, you know. Um, while the opportunities open up, I'm going to work on my phone kicks and whatever the projects we have. And then, you know, that'll open up opportunities. So that's my uh, advice to who are you want, who any creative out there that wants to work with the brand or and something like that you know just keep working on yourself and eventually you know the quality is going to speak for itself and we're going to keep trying keep applying the pressure so we can see the opportunities open up carly what what makes you strange on purpose oh man 
the best way I can answer this question is with describing a picture. It's this guy riding. It's this guy riding a motorcycle while he's reading a book called How to Ride a Motorcycle. That is exactly me. You know, I'm not a. I don't have a, de- a degree in fashion design. I don't have a degree in marketing. But yet here I am. So you know, just keep working, man. Yeah, keep doing your thing. Open opportunities will will open up. Well, I thank you for jumping on the Strange on Purpose podcast. This was dope. We have to do it again. I I swear we got to do IG lives. We got to do everything. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you so much, man. I loved it. You know, anything you need, we're here for you. Uh, just a huge uh, honor to be here man i love your podcast i've been listening to it so you know just keep doing your thing holding it down for us so thank you man appreciate no, it thank you last thing um where can people find you where can people find out more about mofongo kicks and and check out the work check out the merch check out the events and everything like that absolutely mofongokicks.com uh instagram mofongo kicks everything related to us will probably be posted first on instagram so don't miss out on there uh twitter and youtube everything mofongo kicks thanks for listening to strange on purpose if you haven't already make sure to give us five stars four stars anything under three keep it to yourself on the app store and check us out on instagram at strange on purpose strange on purpose.co on our website and follow our guests today it would mean the world to them thanks again